1: Books. Whether you're a fan of magical fantasy realms or a hopeless romantic, we have the perfect book recommendations for you. So grab your bookmarks and get cozy because each episode we'll be discussing viral books on Book and Bookstagram. And don't forget that drink of the episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, hi, Jenna. Hi, cheers. Cheers. Welcome Yay. back. welcome back. On hey. to book three. Oh, Shatterney, we are halfway through the series now. I know. I feel like it's gone by fast, but it also hasn't gone by fast. Mm-hmm. But we're both kind of saying, I, I liked this book a lot better than I liked the second one.
1: Yeah. So tell me overall, one through five, what what star rating did you give this one? You know, when I in, like
0: finished this book, I gave it a four. But now that I've kind of been reviewing it a little bit, and after we talked about the second one, I think I would give it like a 4.25 or a
1: point. Four point five. Oh, yeah. nice little increase on reflection. Yeah, good. How about you? What would you give it? I came up on this one too. I also gave it a four, but remember <laughs> that was after I think I gave Shatter Me a three two five, <laughs> and then um Unravel Me a three seven five because I'm not particular. But so I think I, I gave this it. one a, a four too. Yeah. I like that, I feel like we're finally moving a yes. little bit in the story, which is good. <laughs> Juliet's a little less annoying now, Oh, too. my gosh.
0: She was so annoying for the first couple ones that it was just, like, I, it was really hard for me to get through it. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean,
1: even, so even in the very beginning here, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. from the start, um, you know, she's with Aaron Warner. So weird to call him it, Aaron. It is, now that we know his name. I know. But, so, you know, Juliet <laughs> is with Warner post that explosion Yeah. At, uh... What was the camp called? Omega Point. Omega Point. Yeah, post that, that explosion there. And like even by a, page 11, when uh she's wanting to be all sad and basically just turns to revenge, and that's where her mind goes instead. And even my comments, <laughs> I said anything to stop her from being a blubbering mess. Oh, my gosh. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was a little bit of an attitude shift it for was. her. For the very beginning of that. But I think that's
0: why I liked this book so much. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I preferred that almost overconfidence cockiness Uh to the I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to say depression, but yeah. It was though. And it was it wasn't just like, hey, like I'm I'm depressed. It was more just like I'm sad and mopey. Right. And that's the thing (laughs) is because she had kind of more of a reason to be, I think, depressed at the beginning of this one. I mean she thinks all of her friends are dead. She thinks everybody is dead. Everyone is dead, right? And like this whole group, she thinks everyone has died and Oh my God. I was so sad when I thought that Kenji was actually going to be dead. I was too. I, well, then I was kind of thinking like, there's no way everybody could be dead. Yeah. But then I was like, well, that would be a really good plot twist. Yeah. Well, it was really a shock to me coming out of the second book into this one, because I I think I just had that. Like, I didn't really believe Mm -hmm. they could all be dead because it felt like such a huge change. Like you really thought that it was going to be this big fight from all of these individuals at Omega point and the anti reestablishment to like, I thought that that was going to be the main, oh, yeah. I don't know, group. And so then all of a sudden be like, Nope, just kidding. Just kidding. Everybody's gone. I was like, mm-hmm. Oh wow. Okay. Yep, just just was so was not expecting that. Exactly and so, what
0: I was thinking too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
1: I was, oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, coming into that, but I was happy to I see don't. her at least not just fall to pieces when yes. she thought that everyone was Yeah. Dead. My
0: first note for that was like, wow, what a way to start the story.
1: (laughs) Right? But I like that I think at this point now, she finally feels like Warner is like a team with Mm -hmm. her, that the two of them are in it together. Because even when she's saying to him, she's like, there's no, like, I'm not going to let this stand. Like, your dad has to die. You know, all of this has to happen. And he's like kind of laughing at her a little bit. She's like, don't laugh at me. And he goes, I'm not, I'm only wondering if you'd like my help.
0: I know and I love it because he's never been forcing himself on her he always asks for her permission yeah and I just find that so endearing Mm -hmm. because a lot of people are like I'm helping I'm helping like Mm -hmm. Kenji's kind of like that too though he's like you're gonna take my help and then I feel like Aaron is always like would you like my help I'm here if you want it
1: yeah it's always a choice for (laughs) her with him and I on everything
0: we love the choices
1: yes we, we love having choices for sure
0: Oh, I had a really funny parallel <laughs> to another book, <laughs> and if you know, if you know, if you've read Crescent City, I'm just gonna find the exact. The second one. Quote: House yes. of Sky and Breath. House of Sky and Breath. It says, there are three things that you should know about me, love. The first is that I hate my father more than you might ever be capable of understanding. Second is that I'm an unapologetically selfish person who, in almost every situation, makes decisions based entirely on self-interest. And third, I never had any intention of using you as a weapon. But when it started, it made me There are three things? <laughs> the, there are three things that Rune Dana knew with absolute
1: <laughs> uncertainty. My favorite is I've like, been seeing, um, you know, all these memes from fourth wing. So hopefully this is spoilers. Well, not oh, yeah. really spoilers for fourth all of wing, our episodes but are pretty much yeah, but, um, I keep seeing this meme come up on uh TikTok where it's like somebody pretending to walk across like the little bridge and you know how, uh, Violet like talks to herself where she's going. And so it's her like reciting that, you know, Rundana New three things is, so. like the me- memorized from a book part of it. Hey, that's that's probably the best scene. Well, so that it's funny because they like show you know the other person looking behind their back like what the fuck is she saying? But I was dying when I saw that because yeah, if I had to think of a book that I've memorized, that's probably closer. Well,
0: and then I remember when I was reading it too. You are like, when you get to this point, you're going to know you're there and you have to text me. <laughs> <laughs> and I did, and I was like,
1: oh, man. Yeah, I think that maybe we're going to have to do a Crescent City reread and come I up with some so predictions. that yeah. will have to be another episode coming up.
0: Oh, yes, I love it. I think before the third Crescent City comes out, we mm-hmm. have to like review at least ACOTAR. And Throne of Glass, or not Throne of Glass, Crescent City. Yeah, you read Throne of Throne Glass, Glass more recently. <laughs> Yeah, I actually yeah. just read it at the beginning of the year, and a, I finished yeah. Kingdom of Ash in May, so it's like super fresh, and I made yeah. notes for everything yeah. too.
1: It's been a few years but for it's me. It's a lot.
0: It's yeah. a it's a long series, and all of the books have a lot of pages. It felt like
1: so. Mm-hmm. so. Anyways, yeah. yes, the uh, three things definitely <laughs> made me also think of Rodanen.
0: <laughs> oh, it just made me giggle. Yeah. I love it when books have those kind of parallels too.
1: (laughs) Yes, definitely. Yeah. So back to Warner and Juliet. Um, For the, I don't know, whole first part of this book, I feel like it's mainly Warner and Juliet Mm -hmm. spending time together at this compound. And we finally get a little bit more backstory on Warner because they sort of were getting to know each other when they were talking when Warner was in the, like, Omega Point. I don't want to say jail cell, because it wasn't that, but sort of when he but was, like, kind of like locked water. up in there. Yeah. And so they, they were talking a little bit there, but I still feel like we didn't really understand his motivations or his mm-hmm. thoughts as much. And, man, in the first, like, oh, yeah. 40 pages of this book, so much is revealed, right? We we learn more about Warner's mother and yeah. what her... Uh, Ability is, which let me just say, oh. listen back to the first episode, called that. You? I'm so called that. Did. I knew it. I knew that it had to be something about him, like the Warner's dad dropping his yeah. wife because she had some type of ability. I didn't necessarily guess that that was the ability, no. but I guessed that it was a ability. So, what
0: was her ability?
1: So, her ability is basically the opposite of Juliet's, yes. right? Anybody that Juliet touches is like an excruciating yep. pain, and for Warner's mom, anybody or anything that touches her, she's in excruciating pain. And so it's like, even when she touches herself, right? It's it's like any form of touch is like pain, basically, is what I got out of it. Yeah. And he's, we learned, you know, he's so close with his mom. He clearly cares about her and like goes back to visit her and stuff. And so like, that's the main reason why he was so interested in Juliet. It wasn't to use her as a weapon against other people. It's that he wanted her to touch him so that she, he could feel the pain and like be able to understand more what his mom was experiencing every day. Yeah, that's just like man, what a I know. good son moment. I don't know. i really trying to just understand where well, she's I mean, at. I don't see
0: it coming either because yeah. from this point, I feel like we've kind of seen Aaron as just like this brute, and that he's just like all military, not much emotions. Mm-hmm. And now you're kind of starting to see that he has more motivations and like he's not he's not doing this. He's not trying to make Julia a weapon. He's mm-hmm. trying to understand his mom. And to me, that was just so sad. Yeah. <laughs> because we knew that something was going to happen with his mom. He clearly had some strong reaction. But
1: for that to be it and to see, like, how sick she really was. Because yeah. and... she's just going crazy, like, literally yeah. mentally crazy now after enduring this for years on yeah. the end. Yeah, I liked the parallel that they had between, like, her power
0: and mental illness and how that played hand in hand. Because I love when books are like, hey,
1: it's okay not to be okay. Like, yeah. But I I don't know if you noticed this, but when we were revisiting what Aaron had done to Juliet or, like, for Juliet Mm -hmm. even, when she was in the compound the first time, you remember, he kind of had kept pressuring her to touch him Mm -hmm. he came off as a crazy person but as we go back through it again I don't know if you noticed this but when he was talking about like how he kept changing tactics to try and like get her to touch him he still never forced her Mm -hmm. and I like as I read I don't think I caught that the first time around because I thought he was just being a dick but the second time when they're talking about it in this book after we know him a little bit more I was like oh my gosh as much as it felt like you were doing really terrible things to try and force her yeah. hand. You were forcing her hand to uh-huh. try and make her angry enough that she wanted to versus exactly. just being like, well, I'm just going to grab you and touch your skin myself. Yeah, and he really didn't even mean to at the very end when right. they were
0: escaping to it. He was just trying to save her life. Yeah, He wasn't trying to see if there was that connection. He was trying to save her life. And so it's it's weird to get that kind of a sense of him rather yeah. than just... Like, oh, Warner's bad, Warner's bad. Because well, then we also find out that the simulation with the kid yeah, was, was a simulation. I cannot not
1: believe that. I don't. And it's funny because then when he goes back and is asking her those questions, like, oh, well, where did the kid go and stuff? Yeah. Like, oh, I guess that's true. I was thinking but, that too. Yeah, I did not catch <laughs> on to that at all. I think that was a really great example of, I love when um, books that are written, like, first person like that, mm-hmm. I love When you have unreliable narrators. Yes. Because I think you, especially later when you learn more things, it makes you realize that you really are getting like a skewed part of the story. Because I even felt that way reading ACOTAR and then going from ACOTAR into Silver Flames. And I think a lot of people Uh have that uh, difference like as it shifted away from Farrah's point of view. And, and, like, there's like, so much else going on. Yeah, or just that maybe she wasn't as reliable of a narrator as yeah. you thought she was as you we were reading it. And so I think that that's, that's how I felt a little bit mm-hmm. with Juliet, too. Of like, you realized that she was thinking with, like, a one-track mind of yeah. everybody's out to hurt me, and that was the only way that she was looking at this. And now as she's sitting back and reflecting and talking with Aaron, she's like, oh, well, you did kind of encourage me to be able to find this other power that I didn't even realize exist. Right. And it made her realize something about herself that she didn't previously know. Mm -hmm. So it kind of makes you hate him a little bit less. It
0: it absolutely did. When he was talking about all of his motivations and why he's doing the way that we, like, everything that he's doing, and you start to realize he's not actually that bad of a guy, and you just start to get this different sense of Warner. Because from when we talked about in the first book how it was... I don't think we described it as unreliable narration but we definitely described it as like annoying yeah <laughs> annoying with strike throughs and lots of Juliet's inner thoughts and I felt like getting out of that a little bit and her gaining this confidence and being able to see everything else that's happening around her too was really important for the rest of the
1: story. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the level of I think a little overconfidence that she gains like by page 35 she is basically saying that she she thinks that somebody else needs to lead not castle not Kenji not Adam not even Warner it should be me how did you feel about that um
0: I thought that was quite the 180 um I thought that was like okay so you're going from like like having all of this self-doubt having no confidence to like now now you're gonna rule the world right I didn't
1: love that 180 I thought when she was talking about this I was like I appreciate the gain on confidence and that you're so committed to the cause but I still think she's too unstable to lead agreed and so I'm curious to see over the next couple books Mm -hmm. if we see any of that because she is still so um not in control of her emotions. Right. And she's even talked about, you know, like her powers and stuff that like a lot of times sometimes they come out when she's emotional yeah, and stuff. But she can't she control in it. Yeah. general seems so unstable in her mm-hmm. thought process and how she interacts with people and reverting back to being like this little meek and quivering child to being, right. oh, well, I'm going to rule the world. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't have confidence in her yet. I this point i As point, I'm, like I said, I'm glad that she has had a 180 in attitude. Mm-hmm. And I get that a near-death experience can be really life-changing in how you think about things, but I read that, and I was like, uh, I, was like I don't know why. About that.
0: Why would your first thought be that you are the one that has to rule everything? Yeah. That, that, that did not make sense. You yes, have
1: a 17-year-old girl.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> like that just that didn't make sense to me at all.:
1: Yeah, it was, just, it totally was a little do. too quick. Yeah. But I did like that, I don't know, through, like I said, revisiting that stuff, we really. Get to see more of the background on Warner. Also, when Warner was talking about... Do you remember the guy that he <gasps> murdered in front of everybody?
0: The, the like, one he soldier? Shot? yeah, Yes. And... Did you, you know, see that coming? No. I just thought it was out of pure spite. I didn't think it was... Or I,
1: I didn't even know if it was out of spite or if it was just a, oh, well, this is what I have to do, you know, mm-hmm. to keep up the appearances. But then when he actually has valid reasons for picking that specific person... Wow. Yes.
0: Yeah, because the reason that he shot him was because he was beating his wife. Yeah. And Warner was like, I will not stand for that. Yeah. I was like, "Oh my gosh, like you you do not see that coming in the slightest."
1: Yeah. But then I don't know, it, it he does it all to Keep this persona of what other people see kind of remind me of like Snape in Harry Potter <laughs> that he is just okay with accepting mm-hmm. that almost everybody is going to think he's an absolutely awful person. Yeah, because that's like for the good of the people sort yes. of thing, you know. I don't know. Or in a
0: book I'm listening to right now, there the guy has repeatedly said to her, "Why would you?" take somebody else's word for it rather than asking me, why are you just assuming that I'm just like this awful person? Mm -hmm. And it brings me back to this where it's like, wow, up until this point, we've really just been assuming Assuming the worst. Yeah. And we have, we have great reasons to believe that Warner was bad, but we didn't stop to think, Hey, maybe there is a different side to this. Maybe Mm -hmm. there's a good reason that he's doing this.
1: Yeah, it really, it's funny because you think it's going to be like a enemies to lovers, villain winning kind of thing, but it really just like de-villainizes Aaron when you realize that he's been trying to, I don't know, undertake things like from the inside. Mm -hmm. So it's like he's really, it's not even that he's a villain, you know, winning the love interest. He's like not really a villain. Right. Which I thought was... I don't know. I I really liked that.
0: And I liked that we were kind of talking about how Warner will do whatever that needs to be done. He is still kind of like that. He's ruthless still. Ruthless. Absolutely. But his reasoning is what makes it okay. Right. It reminds me of like a morally gray character.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know we love one of those. (laughs) We love the Favorite color, morally gray. (laughs) Yes. Also, I always I don't know about you I love the waking up from a nightmare trope and like having to be consoled or whatever so as much as sometimes Juliet annoys me for like needing so much coddling love that scene (laughs) yeah (laughs) I love that scene of him like waking up with her and like consoling her and whatever he's like I
0: got you you're
1: safe yeah yeah I
0: love that too
1: oh I I know I absolutely loved that well because
0: I like one of my favorite Tropes and things in real life is like when a big strong man can have like feelings and be emotional and sweet.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I loved. I love that we can see a little bit softer side of Warner.
1: Mm-hmm. But then immediately after that, <laughs> he gets a little bit less soft because he kind of gets gets after her a little bit for her reasonings for liking Adam oh yes and I can't say that he does it in the kindest manner no he was actually like, he's kind of a dick about <laughs> he's it kind of a dick about <laughs> because not only he's like bashing on yeah Adam a little bit right like being like oh you chose him because he's kind to you because he offered you basic charity Yeah, but he also is kind of mean to her and saying that Like, oh, he's fallen for your quiet timid shell for who you used to be. He has no idea what you're capable of. Like, he's basically saying that Adam only likes the version of Juliet that is that, like, whimpering, upset, everything, crazy girl.
0: Part of me was like, okay, safe to assume for you, Warner, that Juliet is this person. Up until this point, she has been that person. So, like, why would she automatically change? Like, yes she is changing, but, like, that's a very dramatic change. And I felt like it was just very... Assumptive that he was just like, oh, he only likes you for this. He doesn't like you for anything else. Which is, I mean, yes, it's kind of true. It Was kind of
1: true, but but, but in, in that moment, harsh. it was it was harsh. One, well, I didn't like because the way that he said it made it feel like Adam likes the old version of you. I like the new version of you, but no one likes every version of you. And I was like, I didn't like that.
0: I didn't like that either, but I liked the way that it tied into. The I story. did, <laughs> I did, but I just mean as a
1: as an argument from him. That was right. why I really had issues with it because. I, yeah, I don't know. It felt like, it was like, oh, well, I didn't like who you were. I only liked you because of who I thought you would be.
0: Which, okay, could you imagine imagine somebody saying that to you? Right? That would hurt my feelings a lot. Uh, No. (laughs) No. Well, so then I feel like this kind of brings us to somebody else who we find out is alive. (gasps) Mr. Kenji. Yes, our favorite. I know. And um, it was actually a pretty pivotal moment, like, in the in the earlier part of the book but you kind of start to realize and they talk about it throughout the book that like yeah warner likes her for who she is supposed to be he yes. likes her for her potential adam likes her for who she
1: used to be but kenji really just loves juliet yes in a in a friendship way though right right right, right. not like which a unfortunately I know. i'm still team kenji
0: I love Kenji. This is when I need
1: that. Switching sides. <laughs>
0: switching <laughs> sides.
1: You, okay, it's Adam first. Switching, switching sides. sides. <laughs> Glad you knew what That's, I was talking about. I knew about. exactly what you
0: meant. <laughs> in fact, <laughs> we, you would message me about it, and then it was like the next TikTok that I <laughs> Yes.
1: I was like, I love this. <laughs> yeah. But it did. I, yeah. So, yes, I loved that we ran into Kenji. I did think it was an interesting, again... Perspective of Warner's powers though, remember, because he can steal yeah. from now he's like he doesn't have to touch people, they just have to be nearby. So as it was soon just as so Kenji's cool. in the area that he like borrows the invisibility <laughs> back know. or whatever. and like, ooh, <laughs> I, I don't know. It. It, it definitely kept in that morally gray color then because you're like, yeah. oh, that was a little shady.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit. Well, especially because why did he need to, like,
1: Run I don't understand
0: Kenji's not. Kenji's mad. Kenji's mad. Yes, but I really do think that if anybody could calm him down, it would be Juliet. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, it was, I don't know, part of that was just a little bit extreme for me. He was like, okay, bye, peace. You can handle this on your own, even though you know Kenji's going to be upset.
1: I kind of think that she needed that, though, because in the same way that Aaron always, I don't know, like, respects Juliet's choices and stuff... Mm -hmm. I think he grows to respect her friendships as being an important part of her life. Yeah, like, I do agree with especially that. Especially through this book, as she pushes so hard to say, no, like, they're with me, they have to come with me, like, we're going to do this together. Yeah. He's like, well, fine, whatever, what, what you say goes. I know. So I think that that was, as much as it felt lame for him to just, like, like all right, peace, Bye. as soon as Kenji shows up, I kind of felt like she needed that like that alone time. reunion yeah to yeah. be alone. Well, especially because like
0: when it's all happening, she thinks everybody is dead, but then right. Kenji's like, "Wait, no, there's there's, there's a still couple people. of us." Yeah. I think what did they say it was like eight people yeah. out of the hundred. Oh my gosh, rough.
1: Yeah, so. But I do think it's funny that when she straight up picks up Kenji off the ground, tosses him over her, sh- her shoulder, <laughs> <laughs> I at that part. I loved that part too. Because yeah. in every
0: other book where you see that, you always see like the the woman like throwing a tantrum and then the guy's like, well, up you go. Go? Yeah, that's exactly how <laughs> I felt like it was. Is
1: Kenji's just being like distraught. She's like, oh, yeah. all right, we're out of here. Yeah. I thought that was <laughs> so Throwing so over upsetting. like a sack of potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that oh was my pretty God. funny. I thought that was really funny. Yeah, but oh. then we find out that Adam is one of the eight that is still alive. Yeah. And so they make their way back over to to his wherever like, old apartment,
0: staying. or I don't know if it, I don't remember if it was an apartment or a house or whatever. I think it, was it was an
1: apartment. Yeah, the one that um, James had been staying in yes. before, right? It was Adam's apartment. James and I think she there. actually
0: calls it James's house,
1: probably or James's
0: place or something.
1: Well, because that's where James was living exactly. more than Adam was. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep, and so she shows up with with Kenji, and they're all just kind of talking, and Adam is clearly not happy.
1: Oh, (laughs) I mean, shocker, but yeah. Shocker.
0: He he has turned into the whiny Juliet.
1: He has. It has flipped. I totally agree.
0: Yeah. So I thought that was just, I didn't like it. Yeah. He was blaming, like, everything on her, and everything that he said was just so mean. Accusatory? Accusatory. And, I don't know, I just... I remember reading it, and I just had this look on my face, and I was just like, ew, (laughs) I do not like that at all.
1: Yeah, it was really, I don't know, I don't even know how to describe it, that he... Just, like, assumes that everyone should go along with what he's feeling he doesn't like as soon as Juliet is not going along with what his expectations are for how things should go. Yeah. And he's not nice about it.
0: No, he's not nice about it at all.
1: But it, I also, through this whole experience, I think this is, Juliet starts to really understand how much Kenji, I don't know, is really holding people together and how hard that is on him. Yeah, and I think that was a good sign of her growing as a person and as yeah. a friend to be able to recognize Kenji is doing this like comedic relief for everybody, mm-hmm. and no one's really being appreciative of it or no. understanding how hard it is on him to keep things together, especially when Castle is kind of like out of commission, right?
0: Yeah, so yeah. He was just kind of like in sitting in
1: the corner, yeah, doing in like, like
0: psychosis, yeah, basically, yeah, and. It, so everybody that had escaped is now there just, like, chatting about everything. And Juliet comes in pretty strong with, like, all right, guys, this is what we got to do. We're taking over the rebellion, basically. Right. And Adam's like, no, you don't need to do that. You shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. And he was, like, really frustrated with her, it seems like. Even yeah. though it's, like, almost everybody was on board with her but Adam.
1: Yeah. But then it's hard because she's backing up Warner, Aaron, yeah. Um and no one else heard, you know, the same rationale that she had gotten from him. And so they still don't really trust him at all. And she's like trying to figure out how to describe yeah. these stories that he's told her now to, you know, give her confidence in the um I don't know. Like, yeah. reasonings for why he did what he did. That he's, and, like,
0: not all, like, he's just not a bad
1: guy. Yeah. but in that moment, I really wasn't sure there was anything she could do to convince them that he wasn't as bad as he said he was. Did you?
0: No, I think Adam was kind of just in that headspace where there was just nothing. It wasn't
1: even just Adam. I mean, I think all of them. Oh, you think all of them were? Yeah, all the people were pretty against him, right? Because everybody was, like, I'm like, I'm um, 111, mm-hmm. like, everybody's, basically yelling over everything there's lily winston like everyone has pretty negative things to say i don't know and so she's trying to say that he's on maybe not on their side but has the same goal and yeah they are like really not super on board with that but in that moment i just really didn't think there was much more she was going to be able to do yeah Adam knew. Adam knew. It was a simulation.
0: And we... Okay, so we were kind of talking about in the first episode about how it was a little shady. How Adam was... Like, he was a part of the reestablishment. And so he had all of this knowledge and information. And there was going to be another shoe that was going to drop. We just didn't know what it was. And here it comes. Not only is he just like this whiny person, but he was involved with all
1: of this. Well... I don't know that I'd say he was involved with all of it. I think that in his mind, he always was thinking he was on Juliet's side for it. But he just talks to her and he goes, "What are you talking about? Of course, it was a simulation." (sighs) And he goes, "You knew it wasn't real." No, like she didn't know. She didn't know it wasn't real, and that's what made me so mad. So right after she comes out and thinks that she's killed this little boy or hurt this little boy again, yeah, before she punched through the wall when she was in um, the room yeah. at um the re-establishment encampment mm-hmm. and adam is like consoling her afterwards which she thinks is so great that he's consoling her while she's like so distraught she thinks that she's hurt somebody yet again and this whole time he knew yeah i oh, man, i was i was, I was so very upset so angry
0: why would you think she'd be so upset if she knew it was, it was a, a simulation, simulation.
1: yeah
0: like, the, it's just to me it was like Wow, Adam! Like, but it kind of reaffirmed a little bit of what that he Aaron sucks. was saying. Yeah. yeah, and that oh, he only likes you because of this. He doesn't actually see that she had she has been through so much trauma and everything mm-hmm. that she she couldn't really see it. Yeah, she also hasn't had that much human interaction. So, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was fucking pissed at that. Yeah,
0: I was getting mad too.
1: And so he keeps trying to convince her that. She doesn't need to be... That they all don't need to be involved in going against the reestablishment, but her in particular. Yeah. And... He really doesn't want her to go. Yeah. And she kind of feels like everyone else is just giving up. Yeah. So, if it were you, you were one of those eight. Everybody you know, basically, has just died horrifically in this explosion. Yeah. There's only a couple of you left. What have your reaction have been? Um... Like, if Juliet would have shown
0: up and been like, let's fight. Yeah. Honestly, I probably would have been like, I don't have anything else to fight for.
1: Yeah. And that's, and that's, I don't really blame them for being so hesitant at first. Yeah. Because as much as I don't agree with how Adam talks about Juliet not needing to take responsibility, yeah. I think they all, I mean, it was like a day or two ago, right? That yeah, they, like
0: this all just happened. Yeah.
1: And so I, I can't really blame them for feeling like they already lost everything and how could they possibly win now? But yeah.
0: Yeah, which I absolutely see. Yeah. So they're all
1: arguing about all this, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Warner shows
0: up. <laughs> and it felt like it was like the worst
1: time. <laughs>
0: that was so funny. <laughs> it was, I love well, it though. Especially because she what was she was supposed to have like what four hours or something there? And he showed up like
1: way early. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Oh no! Because they just looked over and he was standing in the door. <laughs> and, okay, have you watched Vampire Diaries before?
0: Um, I've seen it all the way through like five times. Okay, so <laughs> I don't know why. Shows. Like my
1: my picture in my mind, and I know that Warner is blonde and whatever. My picture in my mind when the, him showing up in this door was like when Damon would walk into a room and it's like, he's like a comedic relief bad boy, but like yeah. being kind of serious about it, but kind of a badass. I don't know why that was a hundred percent the energy that I got Wait, as he walked into this room.
0: what I got too. Right? Doesn't that cut yeah. it? It's it just like
1: right? this ominous figure. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you don't want to listen to him, but you have to. Oh my gosh. I love that. Yeah.
0: Anything that connects me to The Vampire Diaries is great.
1: Also, there's a rumor that it's going to be coming back on Netflix. Oh,
0: nice. <laughs> yes. Honestly,
1: I would rewatch that.
0: I would rewatch <laughs> it too. Even though I I just re- it uh it just went off of Netflix this year.
1: I think it's on HBO, isn't it? Is it? I it was, it was a CW show. I thought it was on HBO for some reason. Oh, really? Weird. Or maybe it's like maybe it wasn't Vampire Diaries, maybe it was another show. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, I haven't watched Vampire Diaries since maybe like early 20s. Mid twenties, mm-hmm. but I would watch it again.
0: Oh yeah, I love the Vampire Diaries.
1: <laughs> it's it's so cheesy, but it's so good. See, I look back and I think of like those shows that I loved so much. <laughs> how did I not read fantasy romance earlier? Because <laughs> Honestly, I didn't start reading fantasy romance until like I don't know what three years ago. Well, how about Twilight? Did you read Twilight? Yeah, but that was really the only book like that that I had read. Oh really? When I was younger, yeah, I didn't really read anything else that had any romance element to it at all. Really? Yeah, it was really only Twilight. It was the only one like that. And the only reason I had read it was because my 8th grade teacher encouraged me to read it. Who? Wait,
0: who was your eighth, Who uh, was it? Do you remember? Hed- Hedberg? Yeah, Hed- yeah! I know who that is. Yeah. I was like, I'd probably know who this teacher is. Yeah! <laughs> uh, so she <laughs> was the so one who encouraged fun.
1: me to read it. But anyways, that was... A, oh my Then gosh. you think back to some of the shows you watch, though, and you're like, huh. You're like, oh, no wonder I sense. like this. Yeah.
0: Oh my gosh. I, when I was in... Gosh, I had to have in high school. I read Vampire Academy,
1: which Mm. is now
0: a show, but I kind of refuse to watch the show because I don't want it to ruin it for me. Plus, Mm -hmm. I I want to reread Vampire Mm. Academy. Um, And then The House of Night. That's the one that's coming out? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's the one that's coming out. And I actually re-listened to the first two audiobooks and I'm like, oh, wow, I really did like this. So I was like, oh, this is so fun.
1: Nice. Oh, fine. Well, it's just,
0: it's so easy because it's very, very YA. Yeah. And so it's like the easiest read ever. It's really cheesy, but it's so fun. That's fine. I know. So I really liked that. So I guess I I did read a lot of fantasy mm. and romance when I was in high school. And then I just wasn't really able to because I didn't have time until now. Nice. Yeah.
1: So, as Warner is in this apartment with everybody, this is really the first time that he's seen or interacted with James, isn't it?
0: Yes. Yeah. Adam's I don't little even brother. know if he knew he existed.
1: Right. But I love that James is, like, so sassy to uh-huh. Aaron. He's like, oh, yeah. No. Like, what are you doing? Like, I know. who are you?
0: He just acts like he's, like, all big and tough. With me and like he's like, dead. Yeah.
1: But, I, but somehow, Warner seems to convince them that, mm-hmm. you know, he can... Maybe not be trusted, but, you know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend kind of thing. Yeah. So like we're all fighting for the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. But Adam is not having it. And I definitely not. Adam needs to get over himself at this point Mm because everybody else is on board with saying, let's work together. Let's let's
0: fight together. Like we're all fighting for the same thing. Right.
1: And Adam is just being such an obnoxious (laughs) stick in the mud. He's
0: being so mean. He's being so mean. Yeah. Yeah, it was that was annoying. And desperate. And definitely very desperate. And I liked when Warner like took her into the room and was just like trying to have like a conversation of like how we're gonna do this. And when they come out, Adam is like, You two? Really? Like he just assumed the something worst. Bad. And it was like, okay, really, when there's like all of these people, you really think that they're just gonna like go do the nasty in a room right in next james's to everybody room. in, in james's, james's closet room, room.
1: <laughs> it was like are you serious <laughs> yeah I but i did like really that funny. while they're having that conversation i think she finally like juliet finally admits to herself she says if what i felt for adam was love or just a mix of deep affection and physical attraction so it's, i feel like it's mm-hmm. the first time that she's said in as many words like you know what Maybe I didn't really love him. Maybe he really was just the first person to be kind to me. And I thought he was kind of hot.
0: And I love that as soon as she has that realization, all throughout the book, she's kind of just like, oh yeah, this probably wasn't love. Oh yeah, I probably didn't actually love him.
1: Yeah, And I don't know. And so even by the end of that conversation, like we keep talking about Warner, it's always a choice with Warner. And so Mm -hmm. he's going to leave the apartment because obviously other people don't really want him there. And it's still a question And not a requirement. Mm -hmm. He's saying, like, I'd love for you to come back with me. But it's not a requirement for her to come back. Like, that he will let her stay with her friends in that apartment if that's what she'd prefer. And I just, that made me really happy. Yeah,
0: I love that he gave her a choice as well. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. Well, and then, so when she does, she does decide to stay for a while. And she just, at, at least for a couple of nights, just to try to make them, like, Make them know that like she's on their side, and yeah, they're all that going they're through through still the same important to her.
1: Could not believe that so after Warner leaves, all the arguing that Adam is doing in front of everybody. Oh, oh my god, it reminded yeah. me of like a couple at a bar that like <laughs> always fights when they're with all of their friends at the bar. Yeah, it definitely so came off tough. that way. And then she's. When she's like, we broke up a month ago. I I know. Preach Juliet.
0: Well, they broke up a month ago. But also, before that, she had admitted to him how many times that she was like scared to touch him. She didn't want to hurt him. Yeah. She had broken up with him like four or five times, and she never went back on it. Mm. She never was like, oh, maybe, oh, maybe. She was always very firm in her decision, and he is just like living in his own little world, acting like nothing happened.
1: Yeah. Wow! Yeah, so that made me oh, just a yeah. That made me what very a upset. Show. <laughs> what a show! But what yes, a show. I I agree. The like casual friendship intimacy that mm-hmm. she has with Kenji is very refreshing. When they're sitting on the roof and he's yeah. like has his arm around her and is like rubbing her arm to like keep her warm and whatever. Mm. And <laughs> like not only does it show how much trust that Kenji has in her, because yeah. I remember he has gotten hurt by her before even if it was accidental so he knows how painful that is Mm -hmm. but he's still not being afraid to show like that casual friendship intimacy which i love that because that's what she was really lacking
0: exactly Mm is like friendships Mm -hmm. and i feel like sometimes it's really refreshing too when you do have a friend of the opposite sex who you can confide in that does not have any like ulterior motives because anybody up to this point minus minus castle has been like but he's like a dad figure yeah exactly so So like her own peers peers yeah who are just like not being like oh you're hot you look great in that suit oh blah 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 no it's like kenji has only been a friend and has not asked for anything more and i love that he felt safe enough to open up to her Mm -hmm. about everything and about how he found his powers
1: yeah Oh, it was, a, it made it a lot more of a two sided friendship because mm-hmm. I feel like she was finally able to be there for him to lean on a little yes. bit after so much time of Kenji investing time in like teaching her and being there for her, mm-hmm. supporting her with all of her, you know, hormonal guilt and whatever. Absolutely. But um, yeah, it was, it was nice to see them actually, I don't know, bond.
0: Yeah. Coming together and bonding and having just real conversations because as much as they're talking about what they're going to do and the plan and everything, they haven't really sat down and been like, well, how are you dealing with this? And this was kind of their chance to do it. Mm-hmm. And I also like that from what Juliet said, Kenji's like, you really like Warner, don't you?
1: Yeah. Like and you she's all embarrassed it. about it though, but it's so cute. how embarrassed It was so she is. cute. But I, and it makes you feel, cause I think at the end, by the last book, we were feeling a little annoyed that felt like she switched sides so quickly. Yeah. But I liked when she's describing how she feels about him, she says, I like the way I feel about myself when I'm with him. And I think and that that, the that best? is key. Like that reminded me of my freaking wedding vows when I was yes. like that, trying to say that my significant other brings out the best in me and that that's why we work well. Right. Yeah. And so I appreciated when she said something oh. like that, I was like, okay, that makes <laughs> me take it more seriously that you switch sides so quickly because yeah. it isn't just about them. It's about who you are when you're with them right? right and I I really really liked that yeah because I feel like honestly if she would have
0: stayed with Adam she would have probably continued to be sheltered and not have as many friends and Warner really does want her to excel so that's yeah. I, yeah I and you can definitely see like when she's spending more time with Warner in this book rather than when she's not in the previous books she's definitely coming more into her own and she's Becoming more outspoken and wanting to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. So she's saying it's to Kenji
1: and she's actually acting on it. And I loved it. Yeah. And so they sleep through the night and she stays, has the slumber party with everybody on the floor. Oh, the, that was so cute. It was a really cute scene. <laughs> so she has a slumber party, wakes up in the morning and Adam is back after having his temper tantrum. Yeah. And when he said, he's like, I don't give a shit anymore. Go, drop dead. <gasps> My jaw. My did how could you ever claim that you loved somebody if and you then talk to, to die. them like that like yeah. how could even if you are mad at them no. or even if you don't love them anymore how could you possibly say something like that yeah so toxic
0: it was so toxic and it was just sad yeah yeah I, and he was I was
1: happier oh when I thought she was dead <gasps> like it's just it was yeah. like dig after dig on her and oh my gosh
0: yeah he's just horrible he's just being horrible yeah. to her and Kenji, Kenji kind of tries to stand up for
1: her, <laughs> and it, it was interesting too because that's when you see that Kenji has kind of switched sides a little bit. Yeah, because he defends Juliet more than he does back up Adam, even though Adam was the first friend. But yeah. so after this, you know, whole little thing, basically Adam leaves, like walks out again, and Juliet's like, "Well, shit. All right, I guess I gotta get gone before yeah, Adam comes back." Yeah. But
0: she didn't want to leave alone. She did. She felt like if she was going to leave
1: and go to safety, that she wanted everybody to come with, with her. Yeah. And so she's like frantically not even realizing it, like clicking that pager for oh, yeah. Warner, which <laughs> I, I thought was hmm, Aaron rescue. <laughs> I
0: forgot about the pager. That was.
1: Yeah. But it was, but it was sweet because, you know, Aaron shows up exactly like he said he would. Yeah. And he's like, you know, just tell me what to do. You know, I, I'll do whatever I need. and. So they negotiate because he doesn't want to make her choose between friends and, like, comfort and safety. Yeah. And so he offers up, he's like, you know what, fine, I will find a spot. All you guys can be there. I'll give you real food, real showers, medicine, sure, whatever. Which how big of Warner to
0: offer up his own safe compound and everything for them. Wow. Growth. We love to see it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Warner offers them all a safe place. But Adam and James do not go.
1: Yeah. Well, because Adam is kind of not invited and kind of maybe wouldn't want to go. Yeah. And James is just kind of goes with Adam because it's kind of just sad. But, yeah, it definitely was sad to see them not show up. Yeah, with them. mostly James. Mo- I know, I was
0: like mostly James just because yeah. he's like a little 10-year-old. That's like basically out in the wild like by themselves and they describe how awful it is there and yeah, just picturing like a little child yeah. just having to
1: film for themselves and everything. I just couldn't
0: yeah. I couldn't imagine.
1: Yeah. So what did you think? I'm on page 189, okay? What did you think? Aaron was feeling when, basically, like, I don't know, He Juliet's talking about her conversation with Adam, and that he was accusing her of being in love with him, with Warner, yeah. and Warner's like, well, I mean, are you? And she's like, well, you know, I don't know, I don't know, and at the end of the um, page, he says, like, his hands tremble, and a second, takes him to reach the door, forgive me, but I have to go. What do you think he was trembling, like, do you think he was like happy excited? Do you think he was scared that she might be falling for him? Do you think he was sad that she didn't say that she loved him? Oh, what I think, you think? She, I
0: think he was mad. So when when she goes, he goes. Well, what like what did you say back when he asked if you were falling in love with me? She goes. I said nothing.
1: Yeah. I think, you him, think he was
0: mad. I think he was mad because he can feel it. Yeah. He can feel it and he knows that she has strong feelings for him and he can probably feel that she's battling that. Yeah. But for her not to say
1: anything and not to stand up for him at all, I think he was pissed. That's what I thought too. <laughs> I like when I, when I was reading that because, you know, that emotion of, that he was showing, I mm-hmm. feel like could have been taken so many ways. Oh, yeah. and I also thought that I, because I felt like he could see that she was lying to herself. Yes. And he's like, but just on know.
0: I'm. I'm very glad that she is taking it more slowly. Yes. Because she jumped all in with Adam, it seemed, right away. And now she's actually trying to, like, think about this in a way that's actually going to be beneficial. So instead of just romantically jumping in with him, she's taking a second and looking at all of the aspects and the choices she has. Yes. So I thought that was good. And I feel like sometimes I feel like he's pressuring her just by, like... The way that he's acting, like his words aren't, but sometimes I do feel like warning. His actions. Yeah. Where he like he's he asked her multiple times, like, why won't you just admit your feelings for mm, me? He's a little pushy. He can be a little bit pushy, but she
1: stands her ground and I yeah, love that. Definitely. All through this one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Yeah. But as um as she's back at the compound and I think this is maybe is this before she's waiting for everyone else to um Come to the compound. Mm-hmm. Is that when she sees his scars for the first time? Oh, it was when they
0: were working out. Yeah, it was just when they—it was them too. I'm fairly certain. She like ran into him in his
1: office. Remember, he was like trying to put the medicine on his back <gasps> oh, for the scars. Oh, yes,
0: that was before anybody that had come.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yep. And so I—I I was getting fourth wing confused. Oh yeah, fair. <laughs> no, because they were the birthday presents from his dad. I remember? Yes. And it's really—it gives you another. Oh, I don't know. my God.
0: Which we already hate Anderson. We already hate him. But when you see how much physical impact he's had on Warner, that was so sad. And we know from, when, from the last book when they, we find out that Warner and Adam's dad are the same guy. And Adam is like, oh, yeah, he used to beat me. He used to beat my mom. Mm-hmm. Like he was just like the worst type of human being ever. Mm-hmm. And we, we've heard that Warner doesn't like his dad but we didn't know up to that point, like what t- drove it. Yeah. What drove it? Like why? Mm-hmm. And so now then
1: you see that and it's like it's a little more obvious. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But you kind of see Warner pull back a little bit in that scene because yeah. I think once it starts to get too real and he realizes that, you know, Juliet is having some real feelings, even mm-hmm. if he's mad that she won't admit them yeah, or like that she won't put them into words yet. Yeah. Um, it's still he vulnerability. <laughs> yeah, he gets really vulnerable, and he's like, I take it back. I don't want you to call me Aaron anymore. He's like, I don't want you to be here right now. Yeah. And he tells her again he loves her, yeah. and she says, I can't lie to him. I, I, don't, I don't understand what I feel. Mm. Which, to your point, though, I appreciate that she at least is taking it, mm-hmm. I don't know, more seriously this yeah. time of trying to say, like, what she actually feels before just admitting it. Mm-hmm.
0: I love it because she can tell she's got some, like, strong feelings, but she doesn't – she's already confused herself once with Adam, and now she's realizing that she doesn't think that that was actually love. And now she's starting to realize that, like, oh, I am having these strong feelings for Warner, but I want to make sure that's what it is before I actually say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that was very sweet. Mm-hmm. And I just like that kind
1: of personal growth, too. And I like – so right after this, every, <laughs> when everybody shows up at – uh the reestablishment camp and that they're staying like in the gym gym. (laughs) i freaking loved the whole series of like training videos i just had like the rocky theme song going (laughs) on in my head also when he goes i'm usually in here two or three times a day i was like hot damn i was like oh it made me picture him a little bit differently i don't know why because i thought he was a scrawny guy in my mind (laughs) i
0: did too i thought he was like just like this little skinny blonde boy but he's he's apparently very well defined yes so it made me think of him a little bit differently but I was also just like wow you must
1: have a lot of like emotion to work out if you're in the gym two three times no kidding but it's I oh. thought it was kind of fun though then they got into you know kind of a training scene Which for everybody I love
0: the training scenes in like all yeah. of the books I love to hear about those
1: yeah so and I so. love that and then they're all getting time to spend together too yes and kind of get to know each other and I think that they even if Warner kind of keeps himself a little bit. Mm-hmm. He's at least around.
0: Yeah, he's like at least in the group a little bit.
1: Yeah. Also, I love that Kenji starts calling her Jay because.
0: <gasps> yeah. So one of my <laughs> like
1: closest guy friends, Riley. Yeah. he Oh Riley, uh, we Always calls Riley. me Jay. Also, that's his nickname for me. Oh, it is. Yeah, oh. and so I read that and immediately was like, "Oh Riley, oh that's so cute." Oh, 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 oh Riley. <laughs> Auto um, <Bart>. parts. <laughs> But that, yes, that, that's, I read that and I was like,
0: oh. That's so cute. Yeah. So I loved that too. But it well, was, I love that it just kind of came out of nowhere too. And then mm-hmm. that's like all that he called her. Yes. And she was like, where did this come from?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. No, oh. but I love it. And so she she kind of, I, you know, through this training scene, mm-hmm. Juliet in her effort to be leading and taking charge a little bit she's the one who suggests that they should take over sector 45 right yeah and so she wants to show them that they're strong and actually show some of their abilities yeah and see if they'll basically just side with her instead of the reestablishment. what did you think of that as an idea
0: um i i really liked it because then you'll kind of have like a little bit of an army to like back you up a little bit um and I thought it was interesting. Like instead of going for like the biggest prize, you start a little bit lower and see, kind of like gauge people's perceptions. Yeah. And so I I really liked it. It was a little risky. Yeah. Because they had already seen that she was just like this timid little thing. Nobody knows she has powers. Mm. And she's just gonna come out and be like, boom, here I am. Mm. So I thought it was
1: interesting.
0: I liked it because <laughs> it.
1: It reminds you that especially in war, there is so many people affected that don't necessarily side with the winning party, right? That they're just trying to make their life work. Yeah, just trying to survive. Mm -hmm. And so I did like that it felt like it gave those people an opportunity to not have to just go along with what wasn't working for them because it was the only option. Yeah. So I I thought that was kind of good because it does kind of remind you that, and especially even all the soldiers, right? Like the soldiers are doing it because they just want to, put food on the table for their families and that's true in the real world too absolutely yeah
0: i liked how many parallels this were to like the real world because i know it's kind of like a dystopian (laughs) society (laughs) whatever i'll keep my political feelings i won't say
1: that i don't feel that way about (laughs) today
0: (laughs) still feels like that a little
1: bit today okay so more (laughs) of the working out (laughs) Lo- muscles oh my god I loved Juliet just like ogling over her. Aaron every time he came to work out and um <laughs> I don't know if you still have it if we were recording at the time um when so Shelby's boyfriend came in and was talking about oh, no, how much we he was squatting at the gym that day and what? <laughs> I can't even so when, Aaron my goes, when Aaron's in there working out, she, she, Juliet goes, today is Tuesday, which means right now I'm watching him bench press 315 pounds. <laughs> like, reminded me of when, of when Gianni walked in the and was like, oh yeah, I was squatting like 350 today, casual.
0: Yeah, I, I think that like, he was squatting 385. I think his max is like... Jesus Christ. 425 <laughs> or something. so oh, bad yeah. I was trying. And he got Julia, strong, man. And
1: Juliet goes, I don't think I've ever been more attracted to him in all the time I've known him. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> same. Same. I <laughs> so I know this we were kind of talking about this earlier,
0: but it made me think of when Gianni was changing my tire. Yes. And I was just like ogling at him and i was like oh my god you look so hot right now we like men doing men things yeah we do for sure <laughs> <was> so funny <laughs> or how about when they were moving the piano into the house yeah that was pretty odd. yeah
1: um, our both, <laughs> both of our, of our men, men just two people yeah two, two guys big grand piano. carried a whole piano inside mm-hmm. our house up steps yeah, inside her house yeah that was pretty so crazy much. but anyway so i was definitely laughing oh. as uh juliet was ogling i'm like honestly yeah, same that.
0: because honestly i picture that she, he's also ogling her probably he just we'll thinks she's like to be the,
1: ogling her right yeah. because like her she's, reaction sh- when sh- she was first in the suit
0: mm-hmm. and kenji's <laughs> no.
1: like that's not fair that adam has to look at you like that or whatever <laughs> like oh well I guess she must be pretty hot
0: yeah she must be mm-hmm. I never have like a clear picture on what she looks like though I, I think
1: feel... she has dark hair I think she has yeah I guess I imagine her as like dark long hair and stuff too but yeah. I don't I think because it's from her perspective she doesn't really talk about what she looks she like. she doesn't you're
0: right I didn't even think that that could be just because it's from her perspective
1: well I mean we don't really see her like looking yeah. in a mirror very often or she doesn't though right because she doesn't like who she sees oh, when she looks okay. in the mirror for a while. Ooh, do we think that there's going to be more on that in the next books? Maybe, because I think as she's grown into being more comfortable with herself, and even by the end of this books, I think after she's been working out a little bit, she, like, or in this training sequence, yeah. you know, that there's some point in there when she looks and she's like, wow, I've actually, like, filled in a little bit, and, like, she, mm-hmm. like, feels good about herself. Yeah,
0: so maybe it'll get more into, like, how she's actually feeling about herself in yeah.
1: the next couple books. I don't know. So... Kenji, as he's going back to try and check on Adam and James, because they're still back at the apartment, and he's worried about them. And did Juliet know he was going to check back on him? No, because he's been invisible and sneaking out. Yeah. Yeah, and so he goes back and checks on him. And freaking Kenji, I was kind of mad at Kenji for this part. Okay,
0: I was really mad at Kenji for this
1: part. Tells Adam that Juliet, like, misses him and still loves him and stuff. still in love
0: with him. And that's
1: how he convinces Adam to bring James to the reestablishment camp. And Juliet is pissed, too. She's like, I'm going to have to talk to him. I'll have to break up with him for the third time. I know. Like, that I would have been so mad if you wouldn't. Okay, yes,
0: we don't want him to die, so we want
1: him to be there. But, Kenji, what the hell? Yeah, don't lie and say, like, clearly Adam is feeling really emotional about uh, Juliet still. How could you pretend that she still loves him? Like, exactly. You're his friend? How could you want to hurt him like that again?
0: But also, why would you want them together if you see she's like
1: yeah, happier he, with Werner? Yes, well, he even says, let me find this, because there's a specific quote when he talks about, yeah, he says, actually, you were a hell of a lot weirder when you were with Kent, super whiny and so dramatic, and you cried all the damn time. So
0: then, why would you even give that Yeah, hope? so
1: why would you pretend? I was really oh, mad. Oh, I was that, really though.
0: mad too. That was, like, probably the first and maybe the only time that I didn't like Kenji. Yeah. Also, side, another side note, I've been listening to some other podcasts, and yeah. some people don't like Kenji. What? Yes. How They're can I like not, not like Kenji? I know. I'm like, hold up. We are, we are Kenji stands. Yeah, we, we, we
1: stand Kenji here. <laughs> I don't know.
0: But yeah, okay, we did not like this part. We did not like...
1: No, him. I mean, he's just... He's a person. He is human, like everyone else, and he has some great moments and some less great moments. Because there was also a moment in um, Omega Point where he's maybe a little overly harsh to Juliet, trying to like maybe whip her into shape a little bit and say like, you know, get over yourself. But the way he does it is like it's maybe a little little bit over dramatic. But you know what? That is people. Mm -hmm. Like everybody has great moments and less great moments, and for the most part, I feel like he's a really good friend. It's just he's under a lot of pressure too, Mm -hmm. trying to support emotionally all of these people. Wow. I can't believe anybody doesn't like Kenji. That's wild.
0: I know. I know. I think it's crazy too. But yeah. So then Kenji does get Adam and James to come and James is really excited to be there. Yeah.
1: As a 10 year old kid would be though. Adam, I felt like was a little bit more hesitant. Well, I think that Adam could just recognize that even if he didn't want to have to say that Warner was helping, that he cares enough about James safety to be like, all right, you know what? Fine, I'll get over myself to be here, which he should have done from the beginning. Agreed. So through all this training <laughs> that they're doing, uh, Juliet also realizes that if she maintains her state of uh, like being on with her powers yeah. all the time, that Ooh, she can basically yeah. be indestructible. Mm-hmm. So they start kind of trying to test that, which I thought was so cool. I thought, I thought so cool. I thought that I was it. so cool too. I had not extrapolated that from her um, powers
0: yet. Me neither. Because okay, I kind of thought about it a little bit, but it didn't really transfer to Juliet when Warner was kind of talking about how he can turn it on and off. Yes and i didn't even think that juliet might be able to do that too because as soon as she realizes that like being on like that she realizes she could turn
1: it off yeah yeah well i i thought that she would maybe be able to turn off like her you know skin being or whatever yeah on but i cuz i thought it was maybe like kenji when he said he couldn't turn back from being invisible for a couple days cuz he couldn't figure it out yeah but i didn't think about the like indestructible part of it I didn't so that was either. cool
0: Oh, that's... Yeah, I really liked that. Mm-hmm. Well, and then I liked that we're kind of getting more, like, spins on her power. Yeah. Because it starts off as one thing, and then you realize that... It's so much more than that. Yeah, it's so much more. More and more can go into that. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. James cracks me up, though, like, as he comes back, and he's just asking questions that like only a kid kid could say (laughs) he's like I thought we were supposed to hate you though I know I was like wow that's quite blunt he's pretty funny but then it kind of seems like I don't know James warms up to Warner pretty quickly which I appreciated I appreciated that too now we get
0: to the part where Warner goes to see his mother on her birthday because every year on her birthday he goes to see her in that house that Juliet was trapped at and when he goes to see her she had died and yeah. the only reason that we know this is because Juliet, he had told her, like, I will be gone for this amount of time. And he did not come back. And so Juliet started to worry. So her and Kenji go together. And when she walks in, she sees that all of the machines are off. All the lights are off. It just looks like a normal room again. And Warner is, like,
1: in the corner, crumpled up, broken. Yeah. That was pretty heartbreaking that, to think about him finding. because Yeah. The fact that he had to find out his mom had died just from showing up there, like, that no one would even notify him, that was really heartbreaking. That
0: was really heartbreaking. And, like, he's been doing this all for his mom, and he realized that that's, like, his greatest motivation. his biggest driver. Yeah. And now she's gone, and he thought that he had, like, all of this ammo and everything to be able to help her. Now that Juliet has gotten so far with her powers and everything.
1: And now there's just nothing...
0: Right. Uh, yeah. that was so sad
1: it was really sad but I think it was a turning point that was needed for Kenji mm-hmm. to really see Warner yeah see Warner for who he is yeah. and not who everybody thought he was because so Kenji is waiting outside the house after Juliet like goes in to check on Warner because Warner's taking so long yeah. and he like goes invisible and sneaks in behind them and he also then sees yeah. the scene of Juliet just like consoling uh consoling Aaron yeah. and That 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 made me a little mad, though. Oh, that he was, what, intruding on the space? Yeah, because he
0: intruded because she was like, hey, Warner's probably, like, something's wrong. So, like, please wait outside so we can talk about it or whatever. And Um, then he...
1: It's not like he was watching for long. I think he was just concerned for Juliet's safety. So he's, like, I think of it as, like, he's waiting outside. Like, they're both worried about what could be going on in there. It could be a trap. It could be whatever. Yeah, and so he just wanted... Because, so I, yeah. I saw it as, like, he walked okay. in, looked at the door, or like, looked in through the doorway, saw it, and was like, oh, shit, and, like, yeah. turned around and gave them privacy. That was what I oh, imagined Oh, you're right, because he actually
0: does say, I didn't watch for that long, but I did see what happened. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought that was really sad. I, yeah. Yeah. Just because of everything that it meant for Warner.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, like, how broken he was. I think, I think... Him being that broken was worse than Juliet being so broken.
1: Yeah. Because he holds it together so well for so long. hmm Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was tough. Yeah. So they eventually, you know, get back to the mm-hmm. reestablishment camp, and they're all back together. And I think Juliet is kind of even more determined now after that, after that whole experience and having to watch um, him be so upset. Yeah. And she says to Adam, like, you have to tell Aaron that you're brothers. Because at this point, Adam has known, like, the whole time, basically. And Warner, Aaron, he still doesn't know anything. He doesn't know that he has two brothers. He thinks at this point, like, all of his family, except for Anderson, his horrible father, is gone. He feels alone. He feels alone. And she's really pushing him to tell him. And I felt like that was the right move.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I thought it was absolutely the right move to tell him. Um, But then Adam's being super stubborn. He's like, no, no, I'm not going to tell him. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. And it was like, dude, come on. Like, you are going to gain a brother. Think about what James is going to be like. Mm -hmm. Like, that. he needs family, too, Mm -hmm. if he's only got your crabby ass as a
1: brother. Mm -hmm. I was like, come on. And not only... That was pissing me off. Yeah, and not only does Adam kind of just be a brat about wanting to share that information. But then he tries to hurt Kenji, right? He so, um, grabs Kenji's bare oh, hand yeah. and presses it into my empty one. and like, Oh, yeah, I did not l- like that. Luckily, at this point, I guess, Juliet doesn't even realize she's learned how to control it. It's just That's, they haven't tested yeah. it at all. And so it turns out to be kind of like a positive thing, right? She can kind of got her hand forced to, to yeah. learn that she really has been controlling it. She just didn't want to risk it to, to try on anybody. Yeah,
0: because she doesn't hurt Kenji.
1: But the fact that Adam intentionally was trying to hurt Kenji, he's like, oh, it just stings a little.
0: And everybody was just like, did you really just do that? Everybody was mad at Adam for that. Did you really just do that? How could you? And Kenji, rightfully so, was pissed. He was like, how could you do that? Like, even if she did hurt me a little bit, how could you do that? Yes. Wow.
1: Yeah, so that was rough. But you know what? I think through all of that experience and then her feeling so confident about herself and knowing that she kind of has herself under control, that's when she finally tells Warner that she loves him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I love that because it's like you figure it out, you realize those feelings are real, and then and then you say it. Well, especially because I think
1: that was a deciding moment for her to know that she doesn't need him. She might want him, she might like him, yeah. but she doesn't need him.
0: She Ooh, we is love okay that. on herself. Yes, <laughs> We love She that. is enough. I am enough. I... I love it when the main characters can just look inside of themselves and be like, "Yeah, I want you here as a partner, but I don't need you." It's funny because I went through that where I was just like, "You know what? I'm cool with being single for a long time. Like, I don't need anybody." And then I met Gianni. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Wait, I want I want you right by my side."
1: <laughs> oh man. Yeah. My um. only complaint after that love scene for how descriptive all of the lusting makeout sections se- um, were, that yeah. fade to black was very unexpected for me. I know. It just
0: reminded me again that like, this is a young adult yeah. series. And I was like, no.
1: You know what it reminded me? <laughs> yeah. Of Lorcan saying, Lorcan. And so he did. It's like, wait, wait, wait. What, what did he if do? If you have what read Thorn of Glass, Throne of Glass, <laughs> Throne of Glass, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. And then he did, was, or so he did, whatever it is. Yeah, whatever he said. The most underwhelming statement. Yeah,
0: because they're like all steamy, and then it's like, oh, I'm gonna promise you this, I'm gonna promise you that. And then it's just nothing. You, yeah. you get nothing. Oh, gosh.
1: Yeah, but it was sweet, it and was they sweet. sleep well, and I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, and so. They decide that they are going to take over Sector 45. And Juliet decides that she's going to make a show of her powers with all the soldiers. And she kind of uses the help of everybody. I liked the scene a lot. Mm-hmm. I thought it could have been a little bit cheesy. Like, I was thinking about, like, superhero movies and stuff.
1: Where it's like, here are all of my powers. Now you're going to follow me. <laughs> oh, see, I saw it more as, like... um, think, the vibes at least, I saw the vibes mm-hmm. of, remember Hunger Games, um, the scene where, it's probably in, was, was it the one, Catching Fire? Mm-hmm. Where Katniss is uh, like at one of the places where Something has just blown up and she's like speaking into the camera and is like being really determined. Oh, you saw it that way. I okay. thought it was like that, think that energy. Okay. That was the vibe. So not cheesy. I like that. But better. Like, even though she's just like a teenager, yeah. But more that you could get behind her, right?
0: Okay. I, I like that a little bit better, I think. Yeah, because yeah, I was just like, oh wow, the 17-year-old who like, I know just recently came into her palace. Yeah, to be fair at the <laughs> beginning of this book, I don't know that I would have
1: seen it that way. Yeah. But I appreciated that I felt like she grew through there.
0: I like it because then they end up wanting to fight for her and they decide that they're all going to be fighting. Mm -hmm. So I like that. And they're all, like, coming up with plans and everything.
1: But I'm waiting. So right before she goes, I think, to, like, talk to the army, Mm -hmm. and she's, like, kind of being nervous but excited or whatever, and, you know, Warner says, ignite, my love, ignite. I realize we still haven't figured out why... Aaron has Ignite specifically no, as his haven't. tattoo on the, on his back. No, we know it's there, but we don't know why. So yeah. I, I hope they tell us why. I mean, I feel like there's got to be some reasoning behind yeah. it, right? Like, Because he kind of brushed over it and didn't really give rationale back then, and then I feel like we've just not really touched on it since not then. Not at all.
0: Or how about Adam's tattoo? Have we touched on that, on why he has the bird.
1: Oh, I well, I don't think we've talked about that yet. I don't remember why he has the bird. I don't
0: remember why he has the bird either.
1: We know that he does. and Did we talk? Well, I know that Juliet kind of considers, because remember, that's part of why she felt like she was supposed to have yeah. this tie to Adam, is because she had had the dreams about the bird, and he had the bird on him.
0: Yeah. yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember what the reasoning
1: is for the bird, but... I think because Adam is so insignificant in my mind. Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but when she was having these dreams of the birds, I was just like, what the heck? <laughs> what yeah. is this all about? Um, so do we want to talk about when Adam slips and gives like the piece of information about the dad? Yeah. Tell me. So they're having these conversations about, um, what they're going to do next and who they're going to go after. And they kind of decide they want to go after Anderson. And at this point (laughs) they had made like a, like a display about names and, Mm. Juliet goes, "Well, we don't even we don't even know his name. What is his name?" "Oh my gosh." And Adam's like, "Oh, that's easy. It's really dumb. <laughs> it's Paris." And who? But anybody is standing behind them. He's like, "How did you know that?" "Oh, yeah." Nobody that's knows right, that. That's right. <laughs> and he's like, "Nobody knows his name. You're in his inner circle. You're with him. You're with their the what is it the reestablishment. yeah you're high up how could you know that and juliet's like you need to tell him right now
1: mm-hmm. and so he, finally warner gets yay! to know that he has brothers yeah, oh, I, had, loved that about that. yeah. I
0: loved that scene i loved that scene because he was like duh of course not even thinking
1: mm-hmm. about
0: what the consequence could be
1: hmm But I f- then both of them kind of seem a little bit lighter. Like even yeah. Adam seems a little bit lighter too after yeah, knowing does. that You're right. like that piece of information isn't weighing on him anymore. Mm-hmm. And yeah, because that
0: had to have been a lot. Like even if he didn't want Warner as his brother, like it's still that's a lot of information to hold up.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I just loved that scene. <laughs> and I I think it was nice too because as Warner's kind of trying to process that he has extra family and he like, you know, maybe seems a little bit happy of this. And Juliet is the one that said, or so Warner says, I have you, he says, resting his forehead against mine, his eyes shut. And Juliet says, you should have more than me. And I thought that that was another good moment of growth because like she's learned through Adam that she was, that Adam alone wasn't enough. And that she wanted Warner to learn from her mistakes and say like just me as a, romantic partner like I'm not enough like you need support outside of me and I thought that was like what a 180 from the beginning of the book to the end yeah
0: yeah I really loved that too I really did
1: yeah
0: well so then they decide that they are indeed gonna go after Anderson first yes and they are certain that after her display of power with all the soldiers that he was either gonna come after them or something was gonna happen after they went after the display of power so then we find out that the next day
1: Anderson shows up and okay where I thought this was in Chicago I don't, honestly I have absolutely <laughs> no city idea what city is maybe it's like DC or something I don't know okay I literally have absolutely no idea what city <laughs> I is so confused I, for, I thought it was Richmond I don't know oh that did that's you right but I, now I feel like I need to look it up. I, I honestly have no I just kinda picture planes around wherever we are. Did I not think we were too. near the ocean. Yeah, okay, I didn't either because Anderson comes up to greet the new rebels
0: <laughs> and is staying in a ship.
1: Yeah, but I was I've, like that just have you seen the TikTok where there's the girl who's like saying, like, you know, as she's to reading through a new fantasy book and trying to set a picture for who a person is in her mind, and it <laughs> yeah. keeps, like, flipping people, and they're like, oh, and then her her dark tan skin, and she's like, oh, oh okay, let me repicture that, and they have, yep. like, show a different person yeah. walking. That was the <laughs> moment I feel like I had when they talked about a ship, and, like, I literally did not picture this near an ocean at all.
0: No, I didn't either. I pictured it in Chicago. Well, maybe they were on the Great Lakes. I mean, they're pretty
1: big. They yep. could be on a ship in okay. there. Okay,
0: but how would you, like, if they weren't staying in a ship, how it takes a long time to go through the Great Lakes to get to like Michigan. Less time on the ocean. Well, you would have to go through all the rivers and everything to get like all the. Well, no, channels. but I mean, if they were
1: like in uh, what's what's the one that's right next to Chicago?
0: Like Michigan. Yeah.
1: Like they in Lake it, you Michigan. You think they were just staying there? Well, I don't know. Maybe it's not in Chicago at all. Maybe it's probably just not. <laughs> whatever. It didn't that's really matter. A st- There's a large body of water, and they are in it. I was so confused. It's the post-apocalyptic world. It's not I what we know. know anyway. I think that's kind of how I wrote it off in my mind. Yeah. So, um,
0: they decide that her and Kenji are gonna go basically kill Anderson on this
1: ship. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna infiltrate the infiltrate ship.
0: Infiltrate the ship. And I just thought it was so funny. Like, they land on the ship, and Juliet just, like, pushes everybody
1: off. Oh, my God. I laughed so I hard too. at the visual of that scene of her just, Me like, too. sweeping everyone off. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah. But, yeah, they sneak on, but they get separated. And yeah, so like, right away. Yeah, and so Juliet is not invisible anymore. Mm-hmm.
0: But. And she notices, like, when Kenji has gone, like, a certain amount of feet away from her. That yeah. And now she's not invisible anymore. Yeah. I thought that was... Was crazy,
1: but I love because then when all the other like the guys on the ship are shooting at her, Mm -hmm. and she's like, I can't believe they keep managing to miss me. I'm like, they aren't missing you. You're You're just just... invincible.
0: (laughs) It's funny because I didn't catch
1: this. No, no. Yeah. So this is on page 379. And she goes, they're shooting freely now. The ear-splitting sound of the gunshots colliding with the blades of the blare of the sirens. I. I'm not even sure I haven't gone deaf yet. I can't believe they keep managing to miss me. Oh, my gosh. It seems gosh. impossible, statistically speaking, that so many soldiers at such close range wouldn't be able to find a target of my body. That can't be right.
0: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's
1: like, they're not missing you. You're just... Remember we talked about being on a state of on all the time? Yeah. Yeah. She's just she's invincible. Just,
0: she's just invincible. They're they're hitting her, and it's just bouncing off, basically. I think she realizes
1: it later, but... In that moment, I was like, come on, you're smarter than that. You gotta, it's okay, because I wasn't smarter than that, so
0: it's okay, (laughs) Juliet.
1: (laughs) But, yeah, I love that. So, she's, like, tearing through the ship to find them, and she finds her friends.
0: Yeah, and I love that. So, she found Sonia and Sarah. Yes. Who are the healers that Anderson had taken to basically heal his leg that Juliet had uh, gotten. And... I was like, oh, yay, like, her friends, now she gets to rescue them, too. Mm-hmm. And they're like, he has something. He has, he has a, a weapon. weapon. You have to get him. Yeah. And so then she does find Anderson, who has Kenji and also has another weapon, a.k.a. another guy with yeah. powers.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's another guy with powers. And he was, he's a stocky blonde with closely cropped hair and fliny eyes. He looks vaguely familiar to me. So I feel like he must have hmm. been... Like maybe on one of the reestablishment camps or like maybe previously with Anderson. I just, I marked that as thinking that that might be some like foreshadowing that he looks vaguely familiar to me that maybe it was someone he'd been around before
0: or, or that she'd been around before. I have a theory. Adam's brother? Warner's brother. Oh yeah. Cause he's blonde. Yes. Oh, oh. But like what if Anderson another bred brother. him for his powers? Ooh, and
1: just Warner didn't even know about him? Yeah.
0: Because mm. he looks vaguely, vaguely familiar. It may be because he looks like
1: Warner. Family. Ooh. Ooh. I like that. I mean, we already know that Adam and James didn't know about Warner. Warner yeah. didn't know about them. Who's to say there's not another exactly. full or half-brother out there? I mm-hmm.
0: I know man he's so a I lot of baby like, mamas <laughs> i know or well if if he looks like warner maybe it could have been the same mom yeah and he just literally never knew Ooh, i know
1: <laughs> i think you're totally right on that but
0: unfortunately i feel like because they brushed it off so quickly i i don't know if we'll ever learn about it because yeah because the blonde died because the blonde dies yeah she kills him um but then she also kills anderson <laughs>
1: Yeah, thank God.
0: <laughs> I know, thank God. So, like, it's the two over. people who had the information probably it, don't have it anymore. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I was immediately like, hmm, he looked vaguely familiar. Does he look like somebody she knows? Oh.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess since both of them died, maybe we'll never know. But that yeah. would have been a really fun twist. That,
0: I felt, I felt like that that would have been pretty fun too. Mm. But yeah, so she kills both of them. She kills Anderson and his new weapon. Yep.
1: And she is leaving. Mm-hmm. She's carrying Kenji because Kenji was hit by the sound waves and he's kind of... <laughs> another up you go. <laughs> yeah. Another sack of potatoes moment. Another
0: sack of potatoes.
1: But I laugh so hard when they, <laughs> they get in the car. This is at the bottom of page 400. Mm-hmm. She goes, it's only then that I remember I still have no idea how to drive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was like a good reminder. This is YA and she's giggle. 17, almost 18. I and know. I'm like, yeah, I guess... I guess the uh, maybe driving isn't in the bags for you.
0: Yeah, that made me giggle too. Yeah. I thought that was really
1: funny. Yeah, but she she ends real confident. She's like looking around at the soldiers and she's yeah. she's like, they're my shoulders and soldiers now. Man, that line, dude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shoulder shoulders. Should, should, should. <laughs> <laughs> they're my soldiers now. Oh. Yeah. I, okay, I did. Did you? How did you feel about when she was looking around for a Warner, after she had come back to the base, and she's like, "Where is he? Where is he? Where is he?" Mm-hmm. Did you think he was gone, or did you think there was more to come?
1: No, I didn't really understand what was going on. I don't okay, know. Okay, I didn't
0: either. I didn't really
1: get that. Yeah, because she's so she's talking to everybody and she's trying to figure out where everybody is, and he comes up onto the roof, right? Yeah. She like falls apart or whatever, but I didn't didn't get where he was.
0: I didn't get where he was... What he was either, doing. ...either, because she's looking around, she's seeing all of her friends, and then, well, maybe he realized she was up there, and so he was coming up to join her, mm. instead of her being below him, she's, he's right next to her, like, maybe yeah, it was that fair. kind of a show, but I liked that they ended it with, like, we're here together, here we go, we're starting this war.
1: Yeah. 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 So what are your uh, predictions going into Restore Ooh. Me?
0: predictions just going off of it being called restore me i think we're gonna have a little bit more of juliet's like emotional journey Mm. and maybe her maybe coming more into her own what i don't really want to happen is her becoming super power hungry yeah because i think that that would just like over rotate the story a little bit
1: well and there was a moment even in uh maybe midway through this book when she's talking about how she wants to lead everybody and somebody asks, oh, well, so are you just going to kill everybody who disagrees with you and be <laughs> just like them? And she's like, well, I trust myself enough to not, I should find the quote, but she says, like, yeah. I trust myself enough to make the right decision when the time comes. And I thought that was foreshadowing too. I don't think I didn't, I don't yeah. know if I said anything at the time, but. I don't think so, yeah. but I like it. Yeah, I like and that. so it, it does make me wonder if she will have a little bit of like an, Act two, power hungry, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, maybe become the villain for a little bit before she comes back. Yeah. Especially with Warner, because I could see them together doing that. But I don't know. I think, I wonder if there will be a little bit in this next book of her more like starting to get the support of at least like this sector that's right around them. Yeah. And that there's going to be a little bit more involvement from like the lay people and not just the soldiers you know like i if think we're gonna she'll get try to on enact
0: one. that a little bit yeah. too because she wants people to, to be involved and she she mm-hmm. wants these for like the right reasons mm-hmm. and so I, I i like that yeah I think so i wonder if there will be a little bit more like
1: oh we're distributing food and we're
0: yeah. helping
1: you but we're looking for your help too like i think we're gonna yeah. see some of that
0: like like definitely the team aspect of it right oh i like that a lot mm-hmm. what pr- do, what predictions do you have
1: well it's a good question I don't even know. I'm like,
0: <laughs> I know, me too.
1: It's funny because I feel as much as there's obviously unanswered questions, I don't feel like it was a cliffhanger.
0: Yep. Like in a way, <laughs> I
1: felt like you could leave that out as a trilogy. Well, it was only supposed to be a
0: trilogy. This was supposed to be the end. It was. Yep. And then they continued to the last three.
1: Oh. So honestly, it would have been. A I good, so see that. Yeah obviously left the door open I think yeah. for more books so it makes sense but I think that's why I have a harder time with predictions because it felt a little bit like neatly wrapped up with a bow yep. yeah
0: I kind of feel that too and yeah. since it is YA I do feel like it is gonna have more happy
1: endings yeah happening I'm curious I want to see James's healing powers yep. grow I'm I'm hoping I don't know if there will be but I would love to see a little bit of a time jump like Ooh. just a year or two, you know. Yes, I, I I think I wouldn't hate to see that somewhere over the next three books, just yeah. to see everybody age up a little, um, and to see because, so James is what like 11 yeah, and so I'd love to see him get just a little bit older and maybe learn how to project his healing. Oh, and I, I feel like, like that. that's gonna be, like, a pivotal moment yes. at some point that someone's Especially gonna cause be Especially
0: because projecting has been such. A topic in these books so yes. far that it's like, oh, I want to see that. Well, oh, yeah. I like that.
1: So I think that, that there's gonna be some moment with that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know.
0: Oh, I like that.
1: So in other
0: other things, what are we drinking today?
1: We are drinking Windermere <laughs> Piedot Noir from the uh Russian River Valley. Oh, like pretty, it. yeah, pretty good. Yeah, it is pretty
0: good. It, it, nothing compares to the Pinot Noir that you get
1: from King Supers, though. King Supers. Are you talking about Mayomi? <gasps> yes. Oh, we get that everywhere. We mostly get it from Sam's Club. Oh, Sam's really? Club stand. Yeah. Oh, I've
0: gotten it at King Supers. Yeah,
1: they have it there too, but it's like $3 more a bottle.
0: Oh, then it is at, do you think they have it at Costco? Yes, they do. Okay. <laughs> it is the best Pinot Noir I think I've ever had. It
1: is so delicious. It is if you so are delicious. a. Uh, I you like fruity red wines, not like overly sweet, but yeah. very fruity. Very fruity. Naomi. It's yeah. like the official wine of, <laughs> of the, the... Of the pick household. <laughs> no, no, it's the... Uh, well, that too. It is the <laughs> official wine of the pick h- household. Uh, hashtag Naomi, sponsor to me. But... Um, <laughs> no, it's um, the official wine of... What's the National Golf League? The PGA. Oh, really? Yeah. They like have it at all the PGA tour things i guess too hmm. or at least that's what i've seen in ads
0: oh very interesting Speaking but yeah Gosh. it's delicious but yeah nothing
1: like a little uh 4 p.m wine exactly it's five o'clock somewhere it's five o'clock somewhere well and
0: then especially we are doing a little bit like i feel like pinots are on the lighter side sure because it is it's a saturday it's a saturday i know we're in pain over here. <laughs> yeah, Shelby's for herself. We a
1: wine. So, what other books have you been distracting yourself with?
0: Oh, I have gotten. I like set down a shadow. Shadow in the Ember.
1: Yes. And which is the uh, first book in the prequel part of the series for From Blood and Ash, yes. which inspired our name.
0: I know. Did you see how much love we got on our name? Oh, good. It I was so that. Oh, that cute. Makes me so happy. We've gotten it on TikTok and Instagram. People Yay. are like, oh, if you know, you know, I love your name. Yes. And it just feels so good because it's it really is if you've read the series and you know, mm-hmm. you know why we chose this name. Yeah. And we have been going <laughs> back
1: and forth on, yeah. I don't know, I think some plainer names mm-hmm. before then. And there was some day I walked to you and I was like, Shelby this has got to be it and immediately we knew it (laughs) we were like
0: this is it we Uh love it so much it's like spicy fantasy it it like it fits it fits so well it just fits so i am probably like 75 percent of the way through um of the way through shadow in the ember and you guys this book is so funny it's
1: good i love sarah
0: funny i love her too and i love ash and, yeah, it, I am really, really enjoying it. <laughs> Good. Oh, I'm yeah. so glad. <laughs> and what are you currently reading?
1: Um, I don't – I must have maybe finished some books since we last talked I'm still reading Of Ashes and Crowns, which is that third oh, book yeah. in the Darkness of Fire series. I've been a little slow on that. Um, I'm reading, which is great. I just mm-hmm. have been reading it on my Kindle, and I always have a different book on my Kindle. Yeah, and we a are now friends book.
0: with the author. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> I love it so yes. much. Um, still amazing, equally amazing, still yeah. dramatic. Um, <laughs> and I'm reading uh, The Prince's Poisoned Vow. Ooh. I'm in the middle of reading that one, too, um, which was a little hard to get into in the first, like, okay. 50 pages, but now I think it's picking up. It's one of those books where... The first nine chapters were all different POVs. Oh, that's tough. Which was just, a, it was, and it's a high fantasy book, mm-hmm. a lot, like a very different, uh, I don't know, world yeah. setup. And so there's like a lot of terms and a lot of names. And so, oh, yeah, yeah, I had to get through, but once you got into, you know, like part two of the book or whatever, okay. which I think maybe starts around page 60. Um, then you are revisit it's like there's a time jump and you're revisiting the same characters 15 years later. Oh, so cool. it was a little easier after that because you were finally revisiting it. But as yeah. I was going through, I was like, man, these are so many new people. Um, yeah, <laughs> That's so that was tough. So that was good. I think I maybe finished What Lies in the Woods since last time. Oh, okay. That's just a um, thriller. Yep. I liked it i was a fan.
0: I like that. Nice, easy read. Sometimes those are necessary, because I feel like when I'm reading a lot of fantasy, I'm like, okay, I need a break, and I just need to, like, do, like, a quick thriller or romance
1: or something. Yeah, I've been trying to mix in. It's been one of my goals for reading this year to branch out a little bit more and read a little bit more varieties of genres. You know, I really tend to fall towards, like, adult high fantasy, adult fantasy romance, or maybe, like... YA romanticy kind of stuff mm-hmm. um and, and some sci-fi I think I definitely yeah. read sci-fi too but I've been trying to branch out and do a little bit more <laughs> <laughs> our dog is a, just digging at her bed right now That's and it's so really cute. cute
0: trying to find her own little spot oh
1: yes that was so cute you are sweet <laughs> uh but yeah I've been trying <laughs> yeah. to branch out a little bit more into oh, like, like that some contemporary or some nonfiction or some whatever i don't know just mix it up it's fun you to know have. what i did start yes what
0: beyond the veil
1: oh is that oh wait
0: 8.5 of oh, zodiac you started academy
1: it? is that i think we were talking about that being one we of our were. next episodes
0: yeah and i was like i needed a break from shadow and the ember because again when i'm reading too much like high fan it's not high fantasy it's like ya but still it's
1: high fantasy it's, is like uh considered very different from our world that's like okay, basically what it's high definitely, definitely, definitely is. Is. that's definitely, <laughs> definitely high fantasy is. but when you're talking about um what like a more mature fantasy to a less mature or that's what? kind
0: of what i was thinking yeah yeah,
1: yeah. So that's more so like adult is... to
0: ya right because okay I think that makes sense i
1: think that i would assume all of Flo- from blood and ash and everything is it's adult like high
0: fantasy you would think oh yeah it is very vulgar
1: i think it's all adult. yeah it's definitely high fantasy but i think it's adult
0: cool I like that. Yeah, cuz I think she's like 25 or something. Yeah. Yeah. But I needed
1: a break and so, so i started. So Zodiac start, Academy yes! uh, bridging novel.
0: It's a bridging novel between 8 and the next book that's going to come out, which is technically supposed to be like a part 2. And so it's everything that's happening beyond the veil. And so like we see Not all to of give too many
1: spoilers yeah, on that. Not, yeah. not too
0: many spoilers, but that it's called Beyond the Veil. Yeah. And so it's just everything that's happening. Whole different set of people. Yes. Yes.
1: Mm.
0: But yeah, it's it's been good so far. It's just weird. Is it? Yes.
1: It's, is it as funny as the others? Not yet. Uh-oh. Well,
0: because think about how sad everything is in book Gosh. eight.
1: That's why I look. I feel like Zodiac fun. Academy is my guilty pleasure book.
0: A hundred percent. There were so many times when I was reading like four or five and six that I was like, why is this so distraught? Why is this yeah. just like breaking my heart? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, right. Nice. I know. So many
1: good ones though. So many
0: good ones. I know. I love, I love it. it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much guys.
1: Yeah. Thanks for joining Miss <laughs> Willa's book club podcast. We'll <laughs> see you guys next time. Bye.
0: Thank you so much for joining us on Miss Willa's Book Club Podcast.
1: Check us out on Instagram and TikTok at Miss Willis Book Club Pod for our upcoming reads. Keep, Keep it spicy, book lovers!
0: <laughs> <laughs>